0: Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hello, sisters. You can probably hear my tea going on in the background. Um, welcome to 2023. Oh, it's so good to be back with you in this new year. In the month of December, we took a law, a break, a time of refreshing, be with family, be present, be just close to the Lord, not having busyness or distraction. So I missed you guys. Um, but those times are so necessary. Um, so I feel refreshed to be back with you today. And I'm going to be talking about how to be consistent in the things of the Lord, um, because I believe and have been encouraged that this is the year. Why not make 2023 the year of being consistent in the things of the Lord? And when I say the things of the Lord, I'm saying prayer, um, the reading your Bible consistently, um, going to church. Um, being with fellowship, having friends pray for you. Um, These are things, you know, as this says in Hebrews, it's like, don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. So that is part of, you know, our Christian life, our Christian walk. And of course, the time where we get up and dedicate to just one-on-one time with the Lord, that intimacy with God. Let this be the year of being consistent in the things of the Lord. And if you've dropped off any of those areas, Um, you know, right before the new year or whatever, it's okay. Guess what? God is faithful and he is able to get you back on track because he's that good. So any condemnation or shame, goodbye. I'm going to pull my tea over here and read off some of these things on how we can actually practically do this, right? Because I know it's really um, wonderful to set goals and intentions. I think it's great, gives you vision, gives you clarity, gives you a focus, right? But it's also important um, to talk about the practicals of how we actually get there, right? So uh, it's like uh, your strategy. Strategy is like the action steps of like, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to get to this result or this goal. I may, it, I may not make it perfect all the way, but at least I get closer to the mark I'm trying to hit. Praise God, right? That's what we're here for is progress. I read this quote yesterday. Um, I don't remember it specifically, but it's talking about when there's no vision progress stops and I was like whoa it was a some ministry posted on Facebook and I was just I was like oh or no he said where there's no hope um no hope I'm sorry progress stops and I feel like without vision it's hard to have hope right and it even says that um in the scripture it's like where there's no vision um people die (laughs) that's pretty intense um scripture, but, you know, it's truth, right, so, and let me just quote that, Proverbs 29, um, where is, there is no vision, the people perish, so, where there's no vision, people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy he is, Um, so, praise God, right, so, we need, um, some sort of practical steps to get there. So that's what I'm going to give you today on this podcast. You're going to walk away with how do we be consistent in the things of the Lord. So number one, communion. Communion, communion, communion. And when I say communion, well, yes, I am a wholehearted believer in taking communion, drinking the bread. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys that you know I haven't had any caffeine yet. We're we're working on it over here. Um Eating the bread, drinking the wine, um, remembering Jesus' sacrifice wholeheartedly, um, really allowing the Lord to search our hearts and um, give those things to him that we feel like we need to give. Um, And so number one is communion. Communion what i when i say communion what i mean is again that fellowship with the lord yes it is growing in intimacy with him taking one on one alone time with the lord setting aside every day to have a real conversation about god share the things that are on your heart uh maybe even allow him to guide you in scripture um just that exchange with the Lord. It's a conversation with the Lord. Um, or even going to do things with him. I think it's really important to have those times too. So communion isn't just like one part of your day. It's all throughout the day of just communing and acknowledging God is always with me and he's always present and he's always speaking. So let me be present and aware of that. Not in an anxious way, but in a way that is just simply acknowledging him. Even if I, you know, have to stop um in the busyness of the day and just take a moment and just acknowledge he's with me. You know, meditate on a scripture for a minute, you know, whatever that looks like, just acknowledging that he's with you and also inviting him into the parts of your day. Right? So, hey Lord, I'm working on a project. You guys have heard me say this if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> Hey Lord i'm working on a project, Holy Spirit, come work with me, show me your creativity. show me what you want to do in this project and this could be with anything going on a walk. Hey, Lord, come walk with me, come with me on this walk. Um, I know you guys have heard me talk about these examples before, so I want to make it super simple and practical because that's the Lord he's simple <laughs> He just wants your your wholehearted devotion. Um, so we could go super deep on communion, but I want to make sure I hit all these points, make it very clear and digestible for you guys. So, um, and also just quickly, communion is not just a one-time thing, right? It's an ongoing, everyday, beautiful um, experience with the Lord that we get to have, that we're privileged to have. So that's why I put it as number one, it's sacred. <laughs> this is sacred. Like almost if you don't do anything else, which I don't think you should not follow these steps or do anything else like reading the word or doing any of that, that's all the Lord as well. But it's like, this is just so number one because he has to be first place in our life. Um, so keeping him first, This is this is really how we do that. Giving him the first of our day, um, and also, or even if, you know, if we can't do that, if it's five minutes, if it's one minute, you know, just being with him and he loves it. You know, he's not going to condemn you or shame you for, oh, you didn't spend this much enough time with me or anything like that. But it's really about the first and the best, kind of like the tithe. It's like the first and the best, um, of what we have. Like we even see that in Genesis, you know, where, you know, Abel and Cain, they gave, both gave sacrifices, but Abel gave a, a the first and like the best of choice cut meat the sacrifice to the Lord. And the Lord was pleased with it. Um, and it said that Cain gave some of his, you know, offering or some of his um, things. He didn't give the first. So there's something about the first that God really honors um because he that is really a picture of what he wants to be in our lives is first in our marriage first in our workplace first in our hearts like our hearts he should be living on the throne of our hearts um not anything else okay so really wanted to hit that point hard <laughs> because it is so important and we just cannot pass by um Talking about communion with the Lord and fellowship with the Lord. That's what this Christian walk is literally all about. And what Jesus paid for is to be with you 24-7. So we could have 24-7 access to heaven. Woo! Amen. Praise God. Oh God, help me to be in more awareness of that this year. You're good. So second is accountability. So I say that because accountability is so important. My... Gosh. Okay, so how do you have accountability? Um, Joining a small group um, where they are studying the Bible, like a Bible study. um, Joining... A, it's kind of like any goal, right? You probably have some sort of fitness goal or health goal this year. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym with a friend, right? <laughs> I know that when I go to the gym with a friend, I'm more likely to show up. Okay. It's just real. i God gave me a gym buddy this week and I'm very excited. And we worked out yesterday. It was amazing. So it's the same with spiritual things, right? It's like accountability, you need some. You need the accountability of someone else kind of running with you, and especially when it gets hard or frustrating or whatever, you, they can also speak life into you. Um, so accountability looks like going to church on Sunday. Yes, going to church on a Sunday. A, joining a group where, you know, hey, I'm really not great at praying on my own, so why don't I go to... Um, a prayer time, a set prayer time with the church. We have these at my church and they really do help me to be consistent in intercession. Um when I'm alone, I find it a little harder to focus, that's just me. Um on like really just going in, but when I go to the prayer set, you know, I'm in the room, it's it's like the gym. There's nothing else to do but pray. <laughs> and at the gym, there's nothing else to do but work out. So and everyone's kind of doing the same thing. There's that unity in prayer um, that also is just extremely powerful um, to, in the spiritual realm. So, and also Jesus just loves it. He's so sweet. He's so kind. And it also encourages your faith when you pray with other people because you're thinking and praying things, like maybe in the spirit or just to yourself, and then someone else prays aloud, like the same thing. Or something within the same um, area or focus that you were thinking, and you're like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is the Lord!" You get all excited. I've, I can't. I've had those moments so many times. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, duh, the Lord speaks. But it, it never, like, I never don't get excited. <laughs> those confirmations are just really reassuring and exciting. So accountability. Find a group of people who are doing the thing that you want to do, and join them. Join them. Join them. Join them. And um you have to prioritize, right? So it's like, oh, it's not convenient for me that this group um is, you know, on a Wednesday. It's like, okay, find the one that fits, like can best fit your schedule. But if you have to move some things around, move some things around. It's like we're talking about being consistent in the things of the Lord. Um, that it requires prioritization, which really goes into the next um the next point I want to hit is like, how do we do this? We went, we did communion. We did accountability. And also just before I move on to that, um, accountability, even just finding a friend where you're like, Hey, you want to meet up for coffee and talk about the things of the Lord together and pray and, and worship, or maybe it's even you stepping out and hosting a prayer night or hosting a worship night once a month. Like this is really where you get to like sit and ask the Lord, Lord, how do I be accountable? What group do you want me to ask, or what, what group do you want me to join? And this is where that, this number one, right? We just talked about communion. This is where the communion comes in. It's partnership with God in how you are to be consistent in the things of the Lord. Because guess what? He wants you to be, he wants you to grow spiritually this year. He wants you to keep walking and growing in relationship with him. So he is going to lead you and guide you. He is more than willing and more than able. He is the finisher and author of our faith, okay? (laughs) So he is able. Um, Two, I'm sorry, three, commitment. So again, prioritizing things. Well, you can prioritize something, but there's something about committing. Um, Our pastor, Rich, did an amazing sermon on a lot of the things kind of like that I'm hitting on, but so much deeper. Um, And he had really talked about commitment. And this was so beautiful. It is so important that we commit to something. And one of the things he said, he's like, there's no trying, there's only committing. And I was like, woo. And that is so, he just, it's so right on because the more when you try something, you're not fully wholehearted, wholeheartedly committed. And if anything that we should be wholeheartedly committed to is getting closer to the Lord. Like, number one relationship in your life is Jesus. The eternal relationship you will have for the rest of your life is with the Lord. Like, is I believe that that is deserving and I know it's worthy of a wholehearted commitment. So let's commit. Um, I'm not saying... Um, over schedule yourself. I'm not saying run out into burnout. I'm not saying, um, you know, just blow off other commitments um, because, you know, you got to make it to the prayer set. No, I'm saying manage your time well, steward the time well. And, and that's, I mean, honestly, that's what commitments require and just commit to it saying, no matter if I'm tired No matter if I had a bad day, no matter if I feel like it, no matter if I really want to, I'm going to show up. That's what a commitment means. Uh, We commit to relationships, right? We commit to um, lots of things where we have to put those things aside if we want the result. And the result is more of him. Woo! Yay! That's a great result. (laughs) That's a really, really good result, okay? Okay. So commitment is so important, Um, and one thing he even said I loved was, um, and this and this really applies to to church, right? So if you're one of those people, it's like, man, I haven't found the perfect church. Okay, Um, there is not a perfect church. I'm just gonna let you know, Um, the church is filled with imperfect people who are letting the Lord lead them and guide them. We all need Him, right? We are all running after Him, so trying a church, um, let's just commit to one. Let's find the one that maybe it's not completely perfect. Maybe it's not, you know, doesn't have any, every single thing ticked off. I'm not saying just pick one and whatever. Um, like pick one you don't like. That's what I mean. But if there's one that you're like, Hey, I've been to this. I'm not really sure, but I'm going to commit to showing up every Sunday. I'm going to commit to community. I'm going to commit. And even if it's not the one for you, this is so good. God is so good. He will redirect you. He will honor the fact, wow, she's committing. Wow. She's showing up. Wow. I see you, daughter. I can tell you, I did this with a church that I was committed and I was showing up and it wasn't, I was there for like maybe two months. And then I totally ended up at the amazing, beautiful church that I have now where I've been for like two, two years. Yeah. I think I've been for about two years where I have community and family and people who were there for me. And I, you know, I didn't lose anything by committing to something and then God redirected me. So I just want to get off that fear. And I had this too. I had to get surrender it to the Lord of that fear of commitment. And I feel like that's going to serve you in your life in so many areas. It's like, what it's like, don't be afraid to commit. What am I afraid of? of committing to, Lord? Am I afraid that if I commit, I'm gonna be disappointed? Like, what is that fear in the heart? Like, let the Lord work on you with that and say, Lord, why am I afraid to commit to this church? Why am I afraid to commit to a Bible study? Why am I afraid? Because you're afraid you will fail. You're afraid you'll, you know, be disappointed. You'll be afraid you to get discouraged. Um, let's transfer those hard um hard set beliefs on failure and disappointment and let's rewire it, let the Lord rewire it, ask for healing, ask for him to work in that area of your heart, Lord, help me to release this. And let's exchange the belief for the truth that you know what, and and also just more positive, right? It's like, you know what, I'm gonna believe that if I commit, God's gonna honor it and I'm gonna see fruit from it. Hello. Like why would we set such a hard belief on something that's so doesn't produce any fruit in our lives? Like this belief that, oh, if I commit, you know, I'm gonna be disappointed or I'm gonna experience lack or I'm not gonna have any time, like whatever that that lie is. It's like let's exchange the lie for the truth. It's like, oh, I'm actually going to have amazing relationships or I'm going to see the fruit in my spiritual life. I'm going to grow closer to God. Even if this isn't my, you know, forever church that God's going to meet me there. Like, come on, like, let's stop believing these fear lies that the enemy has tried to plant in us through our experiences. And let's get a hold of what God says. And I'm telling you, I had to do it. I had to do it. I had fear of commitment of relationships and God did it like he showed me he led me so he is more than willing to lead you and help you get rid of those fears of commitment just surrender them today surrender them right now say lord i give you the fear of commitment i want to commit show me why i'm scared why am i so scared ask the questions like god knows your heart better than you do 100% he searches the hearts so he knows our heart a lot better Um, than we do and or that we're even aware of, of why we may be afraid of certain things. So commitment is so important. So I want you, I challenge you, I invite you, I welcome you to make a commitment this year. Make the commitment this year to a church, to a church body, to love, to serve, to show up, to be a light in the house. You know that verse about being a light. It's like what, where is it? Let me find it. Matthew, um, being a light, it says, so everyone in the house, in the house, let me read it. You are a light of the word, a world, a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, put it on, on put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Matthew 5, 14, 16 everyone in the house. But if you're not in a house, how you gonna shine that light? How is everyone gonna benefit from your light if you're not in the house? Okay, obviously that applies to a lot more than just being a light in your church, being a light in the culture, being a light out in your everyday life. Yes, but there is something about being a light in the house. We We are called to edify the body. We are called to build up others in the ministry gifts so that they can flourish and thrive and walk in their calling. This is in Corinthians, um, where the Lord is, or I'm sorry, where Paul is talking about how we all have different giftings. We have apostles, teachers, um, and he's saying we we all have different, you know, unique callings, but we're all like the reason why we have these is to edify each other for the works of ministry, okay, come on, so let 's be you know we 're not just showing up, yes, we want to grow in the Lord, but there's someone in that church there's someone in that community there's someone in that room that needs your light to be shine on them i can 't tell you how many times i've been encouraged by brothers and sisters at my church, how many times they have shown up for me in really, really hard moments, how many times I needed them, okay? We need people. So let's not be afraid. We need people. We have to acknowledge our need, let go of the pride. We can do it all our own. That is not true. That is not true. You cannot do it all on your own, can do life on your own. You can't do the spiritual walk on your own. I'm not saying you don't have power to exercise your authority or power to be disciplined no it's not what i'm saying i am saying that we need each other and god made it that way so that we can serve each other and love each other he didn't want us isolated okay i went on a whole tangent but that's the whole thing (laughs) is we when we commit we experience the fruit of commitment and Uh, I'll just show this last thing my pastor said about this. And I thought it was just so, uh, so spot on. He said, when you show up, um, you get like, and you're going to show up to that church or that community, the Christian community or the, you know, the life group every week or whatever. It's like you get in the mess, meaning it's not going to be perfect. You know, the relationships may have kinks they may have something go down. I'm not talking about abuse. I'm talking about normal stuff where there's miscommunication or you have to have a a crucial conversation or you're like, you know what? I have to be vulnerable and real. Like that's going to happen because we're human. Um, And I've had this happen and I still have great relationships from those. Again, I'm not talking about abuse here. Um, But it's like, you're going to get in the mess but the me- in the mess, there's beauty. In the mess, there's life. Because if you constantly just avoid living, constantly avoid um, any sort of pain, you'll never experience the beauty of intimacy, of relationship with other people. So that is what I'll leave you with. So we can get to the last point, which is celebration. Celebration. So one, communion. Two, accountability. Three, commitment. Four, Celebration. This is the fourth way of how to be consistent in the things of the Lord. Celebration. Okay. The reason why we celebrate is because we want to acknowledge what God is doing and we want to say yes and amen. We want to celebrate the progress. We don't want to be bitter and always be looking at lack because if we're not celebrating progress, we get in the lack mindset and we focus on everything we don't have, everything we haven't accomplished yet, everything that is not there yet. And why would we want to focus on that? Because when we focus on what we don't have or what's not there yet or I'm not there yet, we diminish the power and the beauty of all the wonderful things God has done. It's kind of like gratitude. You're focusing on oh thankfulness, on celebration, on progress and say, you know what? I didn't um, you know, read the Bible. I didn't, you know, I just For example, (laughs) I did it where you have a Bible plan, a Bible reading plan at my church. We've had it the two years I've been there. I never did it. Okay. Confessions. And I, I'm like, all right, this year I'm going to be serious. And I was challenged by my pastor. He's like, let's take it seriously. And I was like, okay, you right though. Um, so I'm doing it. I'm reading it every day. I'm following it, whatever. And it's been such a blessing to me. You know, of course I was like, oh, I just want to be free and let the Lord lead me, blah. Yes, I do want to do that. And there, I have separate times now for that, right? It's not that you just ignore the things that you enjoy with the Lord. It's like you set up disciplines and you set up your schedule and your time management to fit the things of the Lord. Again, the commitment, the priority. Okay, so... And if I miss a day, I'm not going to be like, man, like, Jeanette, you're falling back. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm not perfect there. Oh, I'm not, I missed it. It's kind of like the gym thing, right? I feel like a lot of these analogies (laughs) fit with the gym, especially with our new year's resolutions. Like, oh, I missed the gym. I ate a donut, whatever, whatever your thing is. Um, but I can celebrate the fact that I signed up for the Bible reading plan for the first time. And I'm committed to something for the first time. And I'm showing up for the first time. And God is meeting me in a different way than I've ever experienced for the first time. God is good. God is good. God is good. So quit focusing on the things that you don't have and celebrate all God has done for you. This is preaching to myself 24 seven. I have to do this. And it's the truth because God doesn't want you focused on lack. He doesn't want you focused because here's the deal. If we're kingdom-minded people and we are supposed to be focused on the things of God, focused on the things of heaven, how can we be focused on lack at the two, at the same time? Double-mindedness, right? I'm not saying, I'm not calling you double-minded. It's just like our brains are in two places and they cannot be, Right? There is no lack in the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, we do not need to think on these things. And even in the word, it says, let me just pull it up. Uh, yes. Philippians 4 8. Uh, finally brethren whatever so things are true whatsoever so things are honest whatever so things are just whatever thing whatsoever whatsoever maybe i was saying that wrong whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are good of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things so let's Get our thinking in order. Let's get our thinking in line. Let's get our mind on the things of the Lord, not just um, the lack. Not just let's not fall into these traps of the enemy um, in our minds anymore. And let's take like let's take every thought captive. It's what the word says. Take every thought captive, because he's talking about that all these thoughts that enter your mind aren't always yours. So we need to be very very. Imp- like careful, um, to not partner with thoughts. Um, another pastor in my church, um, and I'm just shouting out all the pastors today, go check out life center. Come on. <laughs> it's a great church. I love it. Um, but and if you're ever in New York city, come visit. I'd love to see you guys. Um, but seriously, he was saying that when we partner with thoughts, it becomes strongholds in our mind, right? So let's partner with the right thinking. Let's partner with the right thoughts. So when we have um, thoughts of going into our mind we don't have to just accept it and receive what it's trying to do like if you have an old memory sip in my tea it's the first sip i took this whole time um if you have old memories coming back in your mind and it's just weighing you down giving you shame it's like that's not the lord like that's not the lord you don't have to receive that that is not your portion that's not what god has for you like you just need to speak truth in those moments say i take this thought captive dismiss it you go um got a shout out to um brooke live out loud she has an amazing podcast brooke thomas i believe that's her last name and live out loud podcast she's got a great thing on this and she's like you call it out you say i i call you out i dismiss you i destroy you in jesus name it's really really powerful. Um, but, and you can do that. You can just say, this is not from God. I reject this. I speak truth over this. So it's saying I'm a child of God. All of my sins have been forgiven. As far as the East is from the West, <laughs> I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Like just start proclaiming truth. And I really think that's like the more that we do this, um, as a practice, like speaking truth out loud, like even before the thoughts come, we're going to actually receive, um, like transformation of our minds, even more transformations of our heart, even more. Um, I I've been it, like kind of doing this more often. Um, it's a newer practice for me to be consistent, right? This is one of the things I'm, I need to be consistent and is speaking the truth out loud and declaring the word of God out loud. Um, because my feelings will try to say a lot of things. So I need to be speaking truth over myself um, and so when those things come, it's a lot easier. I've already like put on the armor of God, right? I've put on the truth, right? I have put on the things of God to when the enemy's arrows of accusation or fear or shame, AKA anything that is not from the Lord and negative and weighing you down and taking you away from things of God, that is when I can just easily just like no, not from God by like focusing on the Lord. Like I'm, I'm, I don't have to receive that. It's a little easier. So celebration, um, so so important is that we celebrate progress. It's like, hey, you know what? I may have had a really crappy day yesterday, and I didn't maybe didn't do a good job at you know like really focusing on the Lord, and I let fear and anxiety kind of take over the day, right? I, I mean, I can, like, I have that, like I have those days. um. Do I want them? No. Are they all the time? No, thank God. But it happens. We go through things and we grow from it. And it's like, but how do we bounce back from that? So not taking those days as like shame or whatever, but it seems like, you know what? That used to like whenever I'd get in a down place, I used to stay there for a week, but now I'm only in there for a day. Celebrate. Praise God. Lord, show me how to, you know, show me how to navigate that better. Show me how to navigate those better. Celebrate the progress you've made and the growth that you have in the Lord. Because again, you're just going to, if you don't, what happens is the enemy saying, you know, nothing's changed. When you have a bad day, the enemy's going to be like, oh, nothing's changed. You haven't grown. You're doing the same thing you did last year. These are the lies that come into our head. Accusations. And you really need to go listen. I think I have a... I know I have a podcast, I have to remember the episode where I talk about this, of how the accuser lies to us. And he accuses us, he accuses the brethren. He, he's called the accuser of the brethren. And then he also accuses God. So you can say, oh God, you know, God isn't really for you. Oh, you're so stupid. Oh, I feel so dumb. Like these thoughts that come in our head, we don't have to align with them, even though they feel like they're coming from us, because this is the deal. Like the enemy is attacking your identity. So if he's saying, I'm stupid, i'm dumb it's like he just wants to get you down 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 so you don't feel like you're worthy so you don't feel like you're enough so you don't feel like you have value and just cut you down cut down your voice cut down the light in your life and cut down your pursuit of god so you're so discouraged you just can't do anything that's a stupid plan it's a really dumb plan i'm it's really dumb So bye. Um, But yeah, so let's not do that. Let's not partner with him. Let's celebrate the progress. Let's stay in faith. Let's stay in hope. And all of these things I mentioned, the communion, accountability, commitment, are gonna help with this, are going to help you stand, are gonna help you stand in faith, are going to help you grow this year, are gonna help you be consistent in the things of the Lord. And then those are the four things. So one thing I'm gonna leave you with, and we're gonna hop off, um is letting go. I'm sure you have listened to probably 3 or 4 podcasts or sermons about letting go <laughs> because it's the new year and that's so good and we need to let go of things from last year. So if there's anything that you need to let go of in order to make room for communion, accountability, commitment and celebration in your life, maybe it's letting go of a crappy attitude. Maybe it's letting go of you know that extra game night so you can commit to showing up to your Bible study. Maybe it's asking off on Sunday. Maybe it's um, getting up earlier to spend some time with the Lord before, before your day. Giving him the first and the best, okay? So asking God, like, what do I need to let go of? Wow, to make more room for you. To make more room for you oh because Jesus you're worthy we just thank you for your word we thank you for your truth thank you for your light and your revelation your peace speak peace and joy over every single woman and their year God let this be the year of consistency for them Lord show them where they can give you more of their heart yeah more of their time more of their will show us how to go deeper in surrender this year I just, yeah, I just bless your year. I bless your 2023 in Jesus' name. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bless you. Hey, sister. Thanks for listening today. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure and share it with a friend or share it to your Instagram story and give us a tag at these sisters of Christ. Always feel free to DM and reach out for prayer requests or if you just want to chat. All right. Have an awesome day and I'll see you next time.